fictional worlds using science. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. Jeff. Yes? Did you know that friendship is magic? You know, I have heard rumor. Yes. So so today we're going to be talking about... I, it's got to be one of the longest running children's shows. It's got to be. I, I, I wish I knew the answer to that. I genuinely have no idea. Yeah. But we're going to be talking about My Little Pony. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know... Maybe, like me. Yeah. Like like Jeff, <laughs> who I who I made watch a synopsis of it, uh, of seven seasons, <laughs> and also the prehistory of My Little Pony. It's it's only like a twenty three minute long synopsis, and I had and... I watched it too. I knew nothing about this world until mm-hmm. like two o'clock today. Yep, sounds um, about right. I I would like to thank my girlfriend Ashley. For suggesting this to me today. Oh man, and I thought she was cool people. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. have to take that back now. <laughs> for those who don't know, My Little Pony is a series of stories that, and specifically, we're talking about Magic is Friendship, which is the television series that's been ongoing. Yeah, the contemporary series. Yeah, it's it's a world occupied by sentient magical ponies and pony adjacent things i guess yeah yeah there is like a creature who's definitely like chaos is definitely or discord discord is definitely not Mm a a pony he's like got like a ram horn and an antler and he's weird yeah a bunch of just a terrible chimera yeah, he's he's the embodiment of chaos. And so, you know, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? The story follows a a pony called Twilight, I think. That was her name? Yeah, I, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, maybe so, something like that. I realized out of everything we've done so far, this one might be the worst to get the lore wrong for. <laughs> you so, mean the one that we're most likely to get the lore wrong for so i'm sorry if i do i've never really been interested in this show it it is incredibly complex uh and very confusing it's yes it is very involved and it's like even a very good explanation does not explain it well it, it's like if james joyce decided to write a children's show about ponies and and this is what you get. It's yeah, it's it's Joycean. So it follows a pony named Twilight and her adventures with her friends Rarity, Rainbow Dash, Pinkie Pie, Buttershy, and Applejack. I like Not that sure one if of those are right. I think they are. At least by the end by like season five or seven, they at least exist. And they are main story ponies okay i'll take your word for it i still feel like that's not right somehow why not because you know so much about it (laughs) yes yes that's exactly why (laughs) so so it's yeah it's it's just their 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 story so one of the things i think the first thing we need to talk about is the the ponies are subdivided into three types of 
Yeah, like overall overall pony flavors of pony. I guess of pony. there's the unicorns, which are magical. The mm-hmm. Pegasi. Well, yep, they're all magical. Aren't no, they? no, they're not. They're not all uh, magical. Well, uh, that synopsis was not great. Oh then, no, 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 that's no. what I thought. No, 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 no. In the later seasons, okay, Twilight and her friends become. Magical. Because oh, Twilight they... Sparkle, by the way. Yeah. Oh, sorry. sorry. Twilight Sparkle. Yeah. Jeez. Sorry. So, Twilight Sparkle becomes magical. That's where all the, the story comes from, because she is the power of friendship. Okay. And she's also the embodiment of magic. Sure. So, there's the unicorns, which are magical. Specifically, like, they're really specifically magical. I do agree that, that there are some cases where, like, Pegasus, who can fly... Mm-hmm. Kind of have magic too, like right. Yeah, they can fly. They're horses. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the Earth ponies, which are just ponies who mm-hmm. are sentient. Right. So obviously, the easiest explanation for a large amount of this is that this is just a world where ponies are sentient. <laughs> I mean, like, there's still a lot going on like beyond that but i think that that should be a that's a good starting place these are sentient okay yes the basic premise is that they're just in a world where ponies are the dominant life form yeah it's it's why their heads are so much larger than their bodies because they have the brain to body mass index closer to humans obviously right and so they can facilitate larger eyes and look cuter exactly much like humans (laughs) (laughs) i guess the first thing we have to do is is talk about how how unicorns magic works okay yeah that seems like a decent starting point i think so too the definite magic we know all the unicorns have is (laughs) Collectively, they have the, the ability to make sunrise and sunset happen. And then they also definitely have telekinesis. Now, is that collectively they can do that? Or is that just the two pre-history Boy. things? <laughs> you really did get confused by that thing. No, it's... So, so the, yeah. the, the pre-history is before the existence of alicorns. Or not before the existence, but before... Yeah, no, like, that's important. what I'm saying. Like the two... Yeah. The yeah, Celestia moon and Luna. lady and yeah. sun pony were <laughs> alicorns. No. <laughs> yes. So, so at, there is also a fourth type of pony, which is an alicorn, which is a combination unicorn Pegasus. Okay. Yeah, and it's them that can do the they, sun and the moon, not they can just also do it. But oh, but, so wait. So the basic premise <laughs> of uh uh. Pegasus, what are we going to... No, not Pegasus, this is Unicorn still. Yes. Is that they can make the sun and the moon rise. Yes, that's that's their and initial... it just was, happened to become the job of those two that um, were also Elecorns. Yeah, well, that was their whole thing, is that they kept the world in balance between day and day and night. Well, what were the all the, all the other uh, that's, that's unicorns doing? They're just that's, hanging out? That's pre-alicorn. Yeah, now they're just hanging out. Now they're just, like, academics. Okay, sure. Yeah. 
because they don't they they're not just students of the alicorns mm-hmm. i believe but anyway you slice it how how does that happen are we are we saying mm-hmm. that possibly we're uh, flat earth theory you know all right the, the world is at least to the ponies flat and the sun and the moon rising every day are mm-hmm. really just projections onto a screen uh, created by NASA to convince us that space is real. Okay, well, I don't know if there is NASA in uh, the uh, My you're Little right. Pony You're universe. right, it'd be PASA, it'd be Pony Aeronautic and Space Association. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like going with Flat Earth is kind of a cop-out. Okay, that's 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 fair. Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, we know they have telekinesis. So, maybe the collective power of the unicorns, that's why it takes the collective power, because they need the telekinetic... <laughs> energy to move the earth to spin the earth or Mm -hmm. maybe maybe you know maybe it's not maybe the earth is just spinning and the unicorns are just full of it and they think (laughs) like it's like it's like uh um what are those like uh like a primitive civilization that believes that like they're the things they do every day. Oh, uh, just their superstition. Yeah, there you go. Like it's just, it's like a superstition. It's like if we all don't gather in this in the town every day, you know, the sun won't rise or the moon won't rise. Mm-hmm. I was also trying to think of that short story where they kill a person to make their crops grow well, and I don't remember it. Uh, I don't know that offhand either. Yeah, actually. me neither. But it's fine. Like, but you think that's yeah. what it is? You think it's just superstition? So these ponies are smart, but they're not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you can be smart and also superstitious. Yeah, it really has um, to do with more like primitive, not not being an advanced thinking civilization. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to go too far into that, knowing how many superstitions exist today still i would still call us a primitive civilization but you know uh all right well i <laughs> uh have more hope in people i guess <laughs> i'm still distracted now trying to look up the magic of the unicorns and alicorns and apparently there's some faust fellow yes there's a there's so or is many this characters. the person we, who made it? Jay, Lauren Faust is the person who's created it. Yes. Oh, okay. Just a head writer. That's. I thought there was just also another character <laughs> called Faust. I'm like, are you serious? Dude, the names <laughs> in this world are crazy. <laughs> They're so cool, but also so many of them are so dumb. Well, like so many of them are lifted from just different mythologies. Yes. But there's also like like the pillars of old Equestria. Uh-huh. That that is such a cool name unless you break <laughs> it down. <laughs> yeah, unless you break it down. 
There's like Starlight Glimmer. I was jamming on these names. I do think Applejack <laughs> is a little inappropriate for a children's show, seeing as though it's an alcoholic drink that will literally cause tremors and, and seizures and blindness. Oh, but, well, you got to you teach know. them young. There you go. Yeah. Don't drink Applejack. Don't do what Simon does. <laughs> okay, anyway. I'm going to stop looking at actual lore and just shoehorn an explanation in. So where were we? So, um, well, I'm, the I'm sun going, and moon rising. I'm going, yeah, superstition. Right. Okay. Um, no? You say no? I, like, I don't disagree with it just being superstition, because that makes a lot of sense. It also still feels like an easy way out. But I feel like but it's But I do know thing. that there is a lot more coming that needs to be explained. So I'm kind of apt to take the easy explanation. I don't I don't think it's as easy as you think. Because the question is, why don't unicorns just go, well, I'm not going to show up today. And then, you know, the sun rises well, anyway. Because and because if their society is based around it, and if the exactly. alicorns and the unicorns are like... You know the the thinking, high like minded type who are in control of the society. Then they need to teach everyone else that they're in charge of it. See, see, I disagree. I think it's I think it's more similar to the way that human beings, when they're given a task and they're given they're shown someone solving a task and they're given extra uh, steps that aren't mm-hmm. required to solve it, human mm-hmm. beings will still copy the extra tasks to solve it because that's the way we're right. wired. I think I think it it's the society is just wired this way and then the alicorns which are clearly higher than the other three types of pony mm-hmm. they figure it out. They're like, "Oh, these guys are just a bunch of rubes. Let's take them for all their money and rule the civilization." And I think that's what happens. That, okay, yeah, I can get behind that with like just a sinister uh alicorns chart like in charge of the entire society yeah 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 and, okay and, i can yeah. get behind that and i think and i think that's backed up by some amount of social science yes yeah their telekinesis is weird um okay what if they manipulate a higgs boson field and can control the uh, uh Mass of electrons. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you try this every episode. Uh, every other. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I brought it um, up in a little while, though. No, I don't think you have, actually. Um, let's see. And this is just unicorns that can do this. Just unicorns. Right? Okay. Well, then, it has to clearly do something, or, like... Their horn has to be involved with this somehow. Yeah, yeah. Or their or further biology. Right, that yeah. we don't necessarily have insight on. Uh, what if their horns are really powerful electromagnets? And they, they are so sure. strong, they cause London dispersion forces in you know everyday materials so they can't really they can lift like metals and plastics they they're not great probably at lifting salts unless the salts are like really big mm-hmm. like i don't know 
francium salt or something like that. They're like a activity. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know what they have picked up in canon, so I'll just accept that they're uh, really powerful electromagnets. Yeah, I like that. And and, yeah. and and that's really just they can they can generate a charge, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, similar to Thor, we could do that. They are, I, I, I just edited this episode and I've already forgotten the name <laughs> of the machine that causes uh, electric charge on one side. A magnet. No, <laughs> it's a <laughs> Vandergraaff generator, not a Vanderbilt generator. Yes, I, I do recall that conversation now. <laughs> Vanagraph generator, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unicorns are Vanagraph generators. Ooh, yeah. ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, wait, that doesn't really you work. You got more, you got more. I was nope. going to do Pegasi. Pegasi could be similar because if you take permanent magnets and mm-hmm. you spin them around real fast on a metal sheet... They will create mm-hmm. enough of a repulsion to lift off the ground. Actually, that's how like modern day levitation works. Okay. So what if what if Pegasi also just have permanent magnets in their hooves that spin really fast, and all the equestrian is made of metal? Superfluous wings then. Well, the, so the wings are used to to control the flight. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I haven't watched any of it, so I don't know if they're actually, like, using it to generate, like, to flap, yeah. Well, I mean, they could also flap. I mean, you could generate some lift with them, Mm -hmm. but you'd need the extra oomph from, you know, having permanent electromagnets attached to your feet, (laughs) uh, or permanent magnets, a permanent electromagnet that doesn't exist, a permanent magnet attached to your feet, and then you can flap your wings and, like, soar like a bird. Because now your your mass is, you know, a tenth of what it is, and you're already a pony. So it's only like, you know, 200 pounds. How much do ponies <laughs> weigh? Uh, I'd imagine a decent amount a pony would weigh, yeah. Does 2,000 pounds sound correct? Uh, I mean, I can Google average weight of a pony. You should do that. Uh, I, you know, I will, and I'll use my mechanical keyboard for it. No, that's fine. Oh, okay. Fine. Of a pony. Oh, there you go. A nine-hand pony should weigh around 200 kilograms. Okay, so like 20 pounds. Yeah. No, you could totally if you could if you could reduce the weight to a tenth of what it was, you could definitely fly. Maybe they're filled with like sacks of hot air and they inflate themselves like a puffer fish. I you know, I'm still <laughs> leaning towards spinning spinning permanent the, magnets on their feet. The spinning permanent magnets on their feet, yeah. No, I like the idea of Equestria like just below all of the topsoil is just just a sheet like of a metal, giant sheet of metal. <laughs> and the ponies are like, "Hey, man, we can't dig further than like two feet." <laughs> ah, well, that's not our problem. Flies away. <laughs> okay, okay, 
I'm 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 fine with that too. I I like that idea, and I like the fact that the reason, even though these opponents are so smart, the reason electricity hasn't been developed is because it just messes with the unicorns and Pegasus so much. Right. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. It's the, it's the devil devil's magic. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Earth ponies are just normal sentient ponies who can farm really well. Uh, right. I'm sure they have like Earth magic or something. I don't know. There wasn't anything about them in the synopsis, so I didn't write down <laughs> anything about them. So feel free to reach out and let us know, and we'll uh, make a correction second episode for My Little Pony. Oh, oh, totally. We are definitely coming back to this, man. If we can. Oh, great. There's so much lore. Anyway, I did have an idea for mm-hmm. for currency is friendship. Because that's what it seems like. I'm burping this Wait, whole time. I'm just gonna currency need to get... is friendship. I I think I think the currency of this world is friendship. Which I mean, I'm I'm just on a social science I mean, like, kick. Do they buy and sell goods? Like, do they have currency? But but the pretty much that's what they do. You make and give things to your friends. So the more friends you have, the more goods and services you can accumulate. Okay. So I'm saying, I'm saying well, that. I mean, that's not like a a trade medium that I would call a currency. That's just. Uh, I think you're being pedantic. Uh, well, <laughs> welcome to our podcast, pedantic and wavium. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't call that currency. That's just uh, capital. Like I would call social I, capital. That's what maybe? I'm saying. This is social capital. Like, yeah, that they just trust. Well. Then it'd be trust, not friendship. Yeah, economies are based on on trust. Our current economy is based yes. on trust. I'm not disagreeing with that. Like you, like <laughs> give goods and services to people that you trust. Sorry, to ponies that you trust, and they uh, and you trust them to reciprocate. Yeah, I I, I think it's I think yeah you could be you could break it down get into the minutia. Uh huh. I'm going to say you could totally call friendship currency. All right. Well, we can agree to disagree <laughs> on what friendship <laughs> and trust is. So the other thing we could talk about mm-hmm. is since since friendship is like a thing in this world, you know. Right. Well, is, I mean, you know, it's a thing in this world also. Yeah, but we don't have the power of friendship. So there's there's two components to the power of friendship. Okay. Yep. That I don't I don't think we have in this world. I you Okay, know, well go on because I think friendship is pretty powerful in this world. Can um, be used as a currency even, maybe, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> just you're just gonna be bitter about that. So there's so there's the <laughs> the fire of friendship, which is a literal fire. And there's also the power of friendship, which is released when all of the ponies that embody the components of friendship come together <laughs> and banish the changelings. And it's a giant <laughs> okay. ring. You like jumped right into like <laughs> My Little Pony deep lore. <laughs> okay, so so that's one thing we do have to talk about. Changelings are ponies that can uh, disguise themselves. Almost automatically as any other creature. 
However, okay, are they disguising themselves as any other creature, or are they like taking on the abilities of other creatures also? Disguising themselves, more like holograms, not like uh, what's the, not like Ditto. It's not Ditto. It's okay. It's not the Pokemon Ditto. Yeah, it is a manipulation of light. I, I think. I think it's. I mean, it might be. I'm saying it's more like that. Okay. Well, yeah, so you're saying a changeling that looks like a unicorn can't levitate things. Yeah. Okay. Um Maybe they can, but it's innate to the changeling that if they can do that. Because changelings do have wings. Okay, and they can Oh, they can just also do all of the things that other ponies can do. Yeah, I think so. They have that they just they like they're still ponies, so that like some of them are Pegasuses, some of them are not Pegasus, uh, the other ones. <laughs> unicorns. <laughs> unicorns and also just ponies. Yeah. Um, okay. They're not just ponies, dude. They're earth ponies. Oh, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> they're just ponies. Yes. So, yeah, we could go We could go holograms. You know, they're probably like crystalline um, or have some kind right. of crystalline structures structures about them yeah. yeah that allows them to kind of suspend and disperse light from the in, inside of them in a specific way where they can alter mm-hmm. their appearance it's kind of tough though yeah i i don't i don't like i don't like holograms because that's not how light behaves mm-hmm. like like mm-hmm. the only good holograms i've ever seen are made of like like very thin strands of like fiber, fiber objects. objects, yeah. Sorry, yeah. thanks. Um, and and you can really only make really specific images with them because you can't mm-hmm. really get a great three D effect out of them. Yeah, because you can't stop light midway through a its travel, so mm-hmm. you can't create mm-hmm. like a, a donut shape because that involves light to enter and appear and then stop appearing and then appear again. Mm-hmm. The other thing could be, it could be that maybe they're, like, manipulating perceptions. That's what I was leaning towards, actually. But that's pretty, I mean... Yeah, that's also very involved, yeah. too. What if, what if their whole bodies are, like, like LCD displays, mm-hmm. and they really are just copying, like, color and general shape? And they just have to follow, like, red, green, blue. Like, what if they're, like, octopi, actually? That's kind of what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, I can get behind that. If Well, is it more than just pigments that they're changing? Like, I'm not, like, I have no idea. Um, Pretty pretty much it's, like, pigments. Like, like as far okay. as I can tell, most ponies are the same size and shape. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they're just kind of copying, like, general facial structures hair and color and cutie marks which are like the okay. identifying parts of a pony right and so okay. actually, yeah i can i can get behind uh pigmentation like, then yeah and like in like octopi like camouflage mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wow we, wow who knew that my little opponents was so scientifically accurate <laughs> I mean, it's spot on this whole time. Well, we, we haven't answered Power of Friendship, which is... A, right, yeah. Uh, I was hoping to just kind of sail past that one. <laughs> um. It literally generates a concussive blast and, and light energy in the form of a rainbow. Okay. 
Um, but I, I have an idea. Okay? Well, that's good, because I've got nothing, really, for this one either. So, mm-hmm. the, the, I think I might go a little bit off book here. I, I think okay. in this world, mm-hmm. it is uh, uh, the, the things we generally associate with pressure waves mm-hmm. are, are emitted by ponies. Yeah. So, like, like we generate, like, sound and, and heat whenever we, like, create sonic booms or set up a grenade. And when ponies feel great friendship, they just vibrate. Well, well hold on. And I... create a concussive wave close yeah um, no i'm, I'm kind of into that but but like i feel like the light and all that i think i think in this the physics of this world mm-hmm. when you create a concussive blast like that something mm-hmm. about the way maybe maybe they're seeing like infrared or something like that but they're seeing like a burst of light mm-hmm. right and maybe it's just high energy enough that it breaks into visible light whenever they do these things or maybe it's something about like there's there's a specific component to their air that kind of acts like lightsabers like it interacts with the pony vibration yeah yeah and so when it when it is excited it releases mm-hmm. like a visible spectrum right yeah i like that yeah, so I and the, and the power of friendship, I think, is is a is a biochemical like oxytocin reaction. Yeah, that's just biochemical. Like, yeah, yeah that's so that's maybe enough. Maybe it's like a really crazy defense mechanism that's inherent to ponies. <laughs> it, like when the whole tribe feels connected and trusted and in danger, they can mm-hmm. release. Like a fashion. Yeah, because they're like all relying on each other to keep each other safe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, they're like they're, they're herd animals like normal ponies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I can get behind that. I don't know if it's a it's a vibration. I don't know what the like physical mechanism would be for something like that. Farts? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Back to farts. No, it doesn't necessarily have to be uh like a vibration. Like it could be they like emit whatever chemical and like when a it phosphorus? gets yeah well yeah something but when it gets to high enough concentrations it interacts with like their nearby atmosphere oh yeah cause like um, that explosion of light and uh, uh, friendship like spontaneous combustion of like like dust particles like uh, like sawdust yes. and sugar mm-hmm, does mm-hmm. this uh, baby powder does this too yeah yep. yeah yeah so maybe they just like and then boom and they are just oh, was that first noise you made on a monopia? Yeah, that was on a monopia. Oh, okay. I thought there was something wrong with your mic. <laughs> My no. apologies. <laughs> no, I'm making I'm making the noise of like uh, like gasping, expelling yeah. gas. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, it, it's a, it's a, I mean, if there's one thing the human body can do, can but one sound that we can mimic very well, it's the escape of gas. It is the expulsion of gas. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, there's the there's the the power of friendship. Um. So, yep. sticking biochemical routes, cutie mm-hmm. marks, which I mentioned earlier, right? Are the are the marks that appear on the on the uh, rumps rumps of ponies, and they designate like their true meaning to yes. life or something. Yes. So it's it's. It's an identifier of their personality and their uniqueness. It's what makes them mm-hmm. unique. And they get it 
during these like large personal events in their lives mm-hmm. um much like the rocks character in moana which is i don't know why that was the only thing i could think of at that time okay sure i'll take your word for it he has like tattoos of all of his all of his accomplishments oh is that what it is yeah oh okay yeah so so why why would a pony specifically mm-hmm. the one like the first one we see this happen to is one called rainbow dash when she does a right. rain boom <laughs> yep go ahead yeah. and unpack that too <laughs> Just, just think about the fact that you you took four years of college and this is what you're putting your foot towards. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh real, real pleased with the trajectory of my <laughs> life. <laughs> Thanks for uh, pointing it out. So, so she did a rain boom, yeah. uh, which is breaking the the sound barrier, right? In in human terms, and she gets rainbow, a rainbow cutie mark. Okay. Yep. So the question is, is this like a predestination thing where they already have the cutie marks in them? And then once they get like a certain amount of accomplishment, like uh, probably endorphins or, I don't know, probably mm-hmm. testosterone or something like that, that does confidence. I that it gets released. would lean against it being like a predestined, like the cutie mark is already there. Um, just because the symbolism would change as the society changes, and mm. that wouldn't necessarily be reflected in the biology. That is a really, really good point. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think it's something like? When oh, the... it could be like the changelings, though. Mm. Like mm. they don't have the yeah. knowledgeable control of the pigmentation, but. Like like changelings do, but they but yeah. they associate it with this thing, so it's symbolic to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whoa, yeah, no, that works. That's that's that like totally fits in so well with the mythos they've created, right? Yeah, yeah. Every now and then we'll stumble across. <laughs> We're like, oh my god, this fits really well into the world we've created. <laughs> okay, during the later. Ver- the the later seasons, mm-hmm. I believe it's season six or seven. Okay. Um. There's a little baby unicorn who's one of the first. Uh, it's, she is the first, like born alicorn. It's a weird. Oh yeah, world. that's something that we should probably have touched on. My understanding of it is that alicorns are like designated as alicorns and then become super ponies or something um yeah so i think all alicorns were originally normal ponies and then they Mm -hmm. get elevated to the status of alicorn right but i don't know if that's true of celestia and luna that's i don't know because i know i know twilight gets elevated by first of all her curve control of friendship and which mm-hmm. gives her the power and i i every single time i say the power of friendship <laughs> you die a little I, inside. yeah a little bit a little piece <laughs> of me just like my brain hits it and i'm like wait what what did i just say <laughs> so whenever she she because she has the power of friendship 
and friendship is mm-hmm. magic. Uh, right. She gets elevated to the status of Alcorn, and by Celestia, who's this like all powerful Alcorn. I I don't know how Celestia got it. Uh, it is not the like Celestia that had elevated. Uh, what Twilight? Twilight was it? Yeah. Uh, Twilight to Alicorn. Uh, she just recognized that she did. Oh, um, really? As whatever this like uh, electromagnetism of their horns or <laughs> whatever their magic is uh, reaches some threshold. Um, oh, this is an explanation. Physiologically okay, change. Yeah, no, this is an explanation. <laughs> I, thought, of it. I thought you were explaining they, Lord. Oh me. <laughs> no, I yeah, I'm just getting real deep into uh, my own headcanon and not actual My Little Pony D4. Oh, yeah, no, that's fine. I was just confused. Okay, no, yeah, just hold on to that then, because then it might sound like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, just hold on to that feeling, that confusion. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so once the pony's magic builds up to a certain threshold, they physiologically uh, change to become an alicorn. So it's it's like a metamorphosis, so it's like... Um, right. Yeah, like a, like a tadpole becoming a frog, becoming a dead frog, becoming an egg, becoming a tadpole. Yeah, I gotcha. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Circle of life. Okay. Uh, so the question yeah. I have is... Are mm-hmm. these three separate species of ponies that meet, and they just happen to have the same? Are they viol- different species, or uh, like I don't know? Can they create viable offspring between themselves? You know, or maybe I there's don't... just like a real <laughs> racist implications and social pressure oh, not oh, to. Oh man, there's like so much. Like everyone is racist to the Earth ponies. Like that's in in <laughs> fiction canon. Earth uh-huh. ponies are like they're the scum. But but they all have to work together because if they don't, then they all will die. Yeah, you need a worker class to create all of your food so exactly. that you can think for them. Yeah, they're the serfs. Right. Oh man, that's tough. I I don't think they get into it that specific. Really, I don't they, they don't. They don't discuss uh, uh, the interbreeding ponies. between ponies. <laughs> uh, no, well, they do. So, so we know ponies of the same type, male and female, can have offspring. There's one right. baby in the entire show. Right. I don't know if they go into different types of ponies mainly because most of the ponies mm-hmm. are female anyway in fact if a pony is a male there's like an 85 percent chance that it's evil okay like all, all all of the villains except for one i think that were discussed in our summary two right. um were female and that's out of seven seasons and the back lore but like Discord, Shadow Pony, the other big dangerous guy, the big red guy, are all men. The evil king, he's also a male. Alright, I'm going like, to I'm not, assume that's to appeal to young, I, I think small girls and yes. not also heavy-handed 
anti-patriarchy. Yeah, I I think it is. I think it is more to appeal to little girls, right? Uh, and like that empower seems... little girls, and less yes. to be like men are evil. Yeah, no, I don't think that <laughs> because there are like Starlight Glimmer is manipulative and like is definitely the one of the more evil pony, and she's a a whatever a female pony would be. A pony. Female pony. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh wow, I totally lost the place. Oh, that's right. Uh, reproduction of ponies. I'm. I'm gonna yeah. say. Yeah, I, I think yeah. it's just like a real racist society where they that's where they keeping keep them, them separated. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. how you create alicorns. Maybe. maybe well, maybe. I think it's. Well, it's a, so maybe maybe okay, these yeah, are continue. three species that had geographical drift um, uh-huh. to to spawn new species but they still can create viable offspring between them right and an alicorn is what happens when you get enough of the mixture between the genes to spawn a creature who will have mm. like the right chromosomes to metamorphosize into an alicorn so so um What's her name? Twilight Sparkle. I think is, is probably like the really difficulty yep. with that though is they're so like phenotypically like one kind of pony. So if there was some sort of uh, like genetic mixing that would like but, trigger the alicorn metamorphosis, so, so that is what I'm a combination. Is, what I'm saying is. There's one. There's one species of pony. Probably right. not not alicorn, just like pony. And then right. there's like I don't know, like a big a big flood that separates out the three species of pony for a few generations. Not not right. like thousands of years, but just a few generations, enough for them to develop like horns and wings. And rotating magnets, which is something they might have already had <laughs> yes, in, uh-huh. in their genetics. But it's just enough mm-hmm. that they can unlock that portion of their genetics. Yeah, so they become specialized. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the flooding stops. And then right. they're allowed to yeah. mix again in Equestria. So I'm saying that that it, it's, it's like a Goldilocks situation where mm-hmm. they've had enough time to just develop a little bit of different phenotypes, but not enough where they're completely different species, like completely different okay. and un, unmixable species. Right. I don't know if that exists in the real world. I don't think it does. But I, it just has to be theoretically possible. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah, no, it seems possible. Um, I guess, like, where I'm confused is where... Is that like metamorphosis coming from? Maybe the original ponies mm-hmm. had that power to metamorphosize, right? And then, so it's only the mixture of the three different ponies in a really specific way that allows them to metamorphosize later on in life. And like the ones that exist already, like Celestia. Mm-hmm. Are just old world ponies who've always okay. had that ability. All right, yeah, I can get behind that. I will let the uh, dystopian uh, 
incredibly racist view <laughs> of My Little Pony, oh, where it, none of the pony types can oh, no. interbreed. No, we're still going with that. The reason there aren't more we're, alicorns okay, okay. is because, yeah, they don't allow... Oh, inter- because they are separated. Yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah. That's, okay. That's what I'm thinking. All right. I can get that. I, I think so, too. I, I This is great. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about quickly was uh, that we actually figured out was rain booms, uh, which is when you, mm-hmm. you know, like, you break yeah, some sort of limit. Boom yeah. with also light. But, that's what, but that makes sense with our whole um, yes. powers friendship thing where the ponies, their natural defense mechanism or their environment emits visible mm-hmm. light. Good, good job, us. <laughs> we did uh, it. Yep. I think we actually did everything that I had written down. I would like just to throw this out there. Mm-hmm. If if anyone, you know, is, is so inclined in listening to this, uh, look up season five where My Little Pony does like an allegorical <laughs> Bolshevik revolution. It, mm-hmm. It's pretty great. It's, it's yeah, it pretty sounds great. fine. <laughs> I was enjoying it. So much. I was looking at this recap and I was like, oh my god, this is the craziest thing in the world. <laughs> in a children's show, mm-hmm. they are definitely mm-hmm. just like scraping the barrel for storyline. <laughs> like... <laughs> what, what will keep these small children and also adults entertained? The adults who are very into the oh the mythos of My Little Pony. It's it's so Orwellian. The revolution. Like, the little ponies are in are um, uh, they're imprisoned and re-educated, like in 1984, like to to That's follow fine. the state and like just be happy with what their lot in life. It was crazy. Yeah, that sounds super dark. Like, <laughs> I'm not comfortable with that being in a kid's show. So dark. This That's so dark. These are like tortured mm-hmm. creatures. And then, like, at the end, they're all fine. But still. Mm-hmm. This is a world without... Still terrifying. Yeah. This is a world without PTSD. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. I think, we're, I think we're done. I think we did it. Right. Uh, yeah, no. I think, like, we did cover... The things that I wanted to cover also, well, so that works. Well, do we want to do how the crystal heart protects them from winter? Uh, I mean, we then would have to dive into Wendigos, I feel like. And we're Ooh. also coming up on an hour. A recording? That's true. Yeah. I don't want to get into Wendigos. Those are weird, and I didn't understand them. Yeah, like there's a lot to, yeah. to unpack with so, that. So next time we'll do the crystal heart. Uh, and when and when to goes, which is season yep. seven. Uh, if anyone cares, anyone listening is like, "Hey, <laughs> I need to, you know, check to- up on this uh, <laughs> My Little Pony deep lore so I can complain about these two guys on the internet later." Who have yeah, exactly, yeah, complain all you want uh, to other people. That's that's yeah, my motto. Make sure that they also listen so they understand what you're complaining yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. If they say, "Wait, I don't understand this podcast you're talking about," you can say, "Hey, here's a website. It's pedantichandwavium.com." Or, you know, if you don't want to type out that whole thing, you can just type out pedantichw.com and send it to them. Or you can just direct them to any podcasting app like iTunes or Spotify or stitcher 
and or if, just RSS feeds <laughs> and have them listen to it there. And if you don't even if you don't want them to do any of that work, to, the work of going to go find it, we are also on YouTube, and you can just literally just grab YouTube. Not, not the whole thing. Don't physically <laughs> throw all of YouTube at them. <laughs> but you can you can grab the URL from YouTube, YouTube people. And just, just throw, throw that into a, a URL shortener. Yeah. And just a it'll tiny be URL. like six characters. Yeah. And just send it to them over the web. S- super easy to click on. Yeah. yeah. Super easy. Load right up. And they can just listen to it in their ears. And, and then they'll come back and be like, well, these guys are funny, but I, I understand what you're talking about. Yeah, they did destroy the lore of My Little Pony and their monsters. But, you know. Um. Yeah. Also, <laughs> alternatively, if you enjoyed this, go to all of those same places and leave a comment yeah. about how great we were or and if, what a great job we did. If there's a lore you want destroyed, uh, give us a suggestion. Yeah. Uh, just reach <laughs> out on that website, pedanticandwavium.com. Mm-hmm. There is a contact us page. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are just flooded with suggestions, but we're always happy to take more. Yep, so many suggestions all the time. Yep. <laughs> Which is, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, thank you, Joe Soundcheck, for writing our theme music. Do we want to mention? Thank yep. you, everybody, for listening to Pedantic and Wavium. Mm-hmm. I've been Jeff Conrad. And I've been Simon Kozik. But I'm no longer. Yep, nope, that was the implication when I realized what I started to say. Oh no, the body of shadow! <laughs> I have been locked in limbo by the pillars of old equestria in Poland! That was a good start.